Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Gen Z Mentality Podcast. This is episode three, guys. This is episode three. This is episode three. Bang. We're here. We're here. We're still here. <laughs> you know, I'm being consistent, guy. Whoa, he's being consistent? It's crazy. Nah, but we thank God. We thank God. Um, uh, this episode, I want to talk about reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. Let me move this mic a bit forward so that you guys can hear me properly when I say that you reap what you sow. <laughs> I want to quickly read a verse in Galatians chapter 6 verses 7. If you guys don't have a Bible, you know, that's great. That's fine. If you got a phone, you can download the Bible app <laughs> and you can read Galatians chapter 6 verses 7, which says, Do not be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. You will always harvest what you plant. Why have I brought that up? Because I, I want to um, start off with this point. What we do and how we conduct ourselves matters. Our actions are seeds and they bear fruit in our future. Our actions are seeds and they bear fruit in our future. Um, I think sometimes when we say things and do things, we don't necessarily understand the weight of it. You know, we don't understand, okay, this is something that is going to probably come back up in my future. There's some things that we just say like miscellaneously, is that a word? <laughs> we just say kind of carelessly and, you know, we feel like, ah, you know, it's just, yeah, it was just a passing comment, you know, it's nothing crazy, but we have to understand that our words, what we say is very, 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 very important and they will come up in, their, in our future. You know, words and, and actions are seeds. If you think about it, if you are diligent with your money now, you know, if you take care of your money, if you budget, if you continue to spend below your means and you continue to do these things in the future, you'll find out that you have a lot more money than you probably would have had if you didn't do that. If you continue to speak with care, speak with love, you continue to speak to people with, you know, a certain type of, um, of um, grace then you'll figure out that, rah, you know, I have quite a lot of friends, quite a lot of people like me, <laughs> you know, quite a lot of people like me. And these are seeds that we're planting and they bear fruit in our future. They bear, they bear fruit, bruh. they bear fruit in our future. And we have to understand that um, in Galatians chapter six, verses five, it says, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. We are each responsible for our own conduct. And I've always said this, where there is responsibility, there will always be accountability. I'm going to say that again. Where there's responsibility, there will always be accountability. You know, like, for, like, if you think about it, if you are responsible for something, if you're responsible for a car, let's say your parents, they gave you a car. And they say, hey, man, I'm going to give you this car. You know, you got to make the payments on it. You gotta make the payments on it. You gotta pay. You gotta fill it with fuel. You're thinking, yeah, cool, great. I have a car. You are now responsible for that car. If you don't make those payments, and if you don't fill it with fuel, and if you don't pay, pay the road tax, and if it breaks down, you gotta pay the maintenance. Listen, owning a car is a lot, you guys. <laughs> owning a car is a lot. I don't even own a car, but I just see it and I'm like, dang. <laughs> those those are the kind of stuff that give you gray hairs. But honestly, if you if you don't do those things, you know. And maybe like a finance company comes to you, they're going to be like, no, we're not looking for Joshua's dad. We're not looking for Joshua's mom. We're looking for 
Joshua. <laughs> We're looking for him, you know, because he is going to be accountable for this. He has to be accountable for this. And so we have to understand that we are also accountable for our actions. You know, there's no such thing as just, oh, you know, actions are just passing or words that we just, just passing words. You know, they we have to be responsible for them and accountable for them. Sometimes our words hurt people. Sometimes our words hurt people and, you know, they want an apology. And that apology is us saying, hey, I understand that I'm accountable for that. I understand that I've, I'm accountable for you know, hurting you, and I, I take responsibility for that. And we need to be mature, <laughs> mature people to understand that where there is responsibility, there is also accountability. Um, I think also in terms of not just talking to other people, but even in our lives as well, you know, when we say things about ourselves, you know, or we don't necessarily take care of ourselves properly, we're going to be accountable for it later on. You know, one thing that I realized, I think it was last week, is that I really can't take a, a, a compliment. <laughs> like, I can't take a compliment. Like, there's this, uh, should I say? Uh, anyway, yeah, she'll know. <laughs> but there's this woman in my church, uh, this girl in my church, and she, well, she's a woman, yes. <laughs> but she um, she paid me a compliment about my trousers. And I was like, oh, thank you. Oh, okay. Well, I should have been like, oh, thank you. But really what I said was like, oh um but they make my legs look big you know ah but the stripes you know ah you know i think maybe a lot of people think that this this, and that instead of just saying thank you i appreciate it i appreciate the compliment that's really that's cool because i'm awkward for some reason i'm I'm always awkward with like with um with what are they called what are they called what's the word compliments there you go i'm always awkward with compliments yeah so, you know, like, I just, I just kind of like, I freeze and I'm like, well, you know, I'll, I'm trying, you know, you know but <laughs> I don't even know what that was, but <laughs> yeah, just learning to take compliments. That's probably for somebody. I don't know who that's for, but learn to take compliments, learn to take compliments, learn to take compliments. And sometimes we, we don't take compliments and it turns into negative self-talk. It turns into, well, you know, I, I wish I was like this guy or, well, you know, I wish I was like that guy and. And, you know, my, my, my legs aren't really like that, you know, I don't really. And then we wonder why. We wonder why we're so unhappy with ourselves because we're never, we're never like, wait, actually, I look pretty good today. You know, I look pretty good. Like there's sometimes I'll wake up and I'll, I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, yo, I woke up like that? Really? <laughs> I woke up like that? Okay. Like we're doing good. We're doing good. You know, thank you, God, you know, but <laughs> honestly, it turns into like um we can't be doing negative self-talk and stuff like that we have to be like speaking positive things and you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about you know like things like manifestations and and affirmations and stuff like you know all right let me let me address it for a bit (laughs) um i i don't have a problem with like affirmations as long as they're biblical as long as they are biblical because I think like we can affirm things, we can say, I am brave, I am courageous, I am strong. But what truth is that based off of? Are we just kind of hypnotizing or, or not hypnotizing? But are we training our minds to think that and not actually doing it? Or are we actually basing it off of truth? Are we, are we basing it off of a firm foundation? And, you know, like I said, I'm fine with, with biblical affirmations. Like you can say, I'm the head and not the tail because Deuteronomy says that I'm the head and I'm not the tail. 
You know, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's said in Psalms. You know, God's blessings are always more than enough. Yes, God's blessings will continue to be more than enough. They will help me through life. You know, and those are biblical things that we can talk about. Biblical positive self-talk. But, you know, um, or biblical, just biblical affirmations. But when we're actually just saying things out loud and we're just trying to say things to make ourselves feel better, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, um, well, if you, if you, for example, if, if it's not working and you're not really seeing any changes, you start to get discouraged and you start to think, well, you know, this positive self-talk isn't really working. You know, this positive talk isn't really working. I'm just going to go back to what I was doing. When really you should have just been basing it off of, off of truth. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but yeah, that actually leads on to my second point is that if you don't like the fruit that you are seeing, change the seed. If you don't like the fruit you're, you're seeing, change the seed. If you don't like the fruit that you're bearing in your life, change the seed. I remember Pastor Stephen Chandler actually said um, in one of his sermons, the, the life that you're living now is based off of the seeds that you planted five years ago. Think about it. All the things that you're seeing now, some of the, or most of the things that you're seeing now, you know, maybe in terms of actions, in terms of, you know, all these uh, other things, in terms of the way that you live, in terms of the way that you talk to people, are based off of seeds that you or somebody else planted five years ago, or even maybe even two years ago, maybe even a month ago. You know, is 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 seeds are so important, and we need to understand that if we don't like what we're seeing, we need to change that seed. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to identify what exactly it is, because these are not these are not um, they're not like obvious things that we see. You know, like um. What, what I'm basically saying is, you know, if you're angry, if you're angry a lot, and I seem to always talk about anger, I don't know why, but um, if you're a very angry person and you have fights, you know, stopping fights isn't the solution. The solution is, how do I stop myself from getting angry? How do I refrain from being an angry person? How do I refrain from um, inviting confrontation? Because, you know, there's some people that, that just like to confront you. You know, <laughs> some people that are just very, they're very, in quotes, outspoken and they like to confront you. And you know yourself, you know that, eh, you know, I'm not about to be confronted like that. I'm not about, I'm about to do that, you know, and we need to understand, OK, how do I deal with that? How do I deal with that? How do I negotiate that? How do I say, actually, I'm not going to entertain that. I'm not going to entertain that because I know that this person wants to fight. I know that they want to argue. So how do I, you know, how do I remove myself from that situation? And that's changing the seed, you know, the fruits. You know, if you think about in, in uh, my beautiful country, Tanzania, <laughs> if you think about that, like uh, how we have mango trees and coconut trees and palm trees. And, you know, you, you'll see a person go up the tree and like and cut the mango down or go up the tree and or maybe even shake it from the bottom, you know. But you'll never see um, if that person wanted to change the fruits that that tree is bearing. You'll never see them go up the tree, cut all the fruits from it and be like, ha, yes, now you're not going to bear any fruit because we know that it's just going to grow again. You need to deal with the root issues and, and asking yourself the five whys is, is actually very, very helpful with that, you know, or asking the Holy Spirit to even reveal that to you is, is even more helpful. But we continue to, well, just to explain what the five whys approach is, is when you ask yourself why five times and you work backwards. So say, for example, I think I've talked about this on my on my personal 
uh, page. But if you ask yourself, you know, I'm I'm late to work. Why? Because you know I was late on the train. Why were you late on the train? Because I left my house late. Why were you Why were you leaving your house late? Because you know I got to I uh, woke up late. Why did you wake up late? Because I went to sleep late. Why did you wait? Why did you go to sleep late? Because you know I was dealing with with a lot of stuff and I was very busy. So the root of it is time management. You see, you just work backwards and you realize, okay, the root of it is time management. We need to really be checking on our time management, checking, okay, how are we managing time and working on that? And that's changing the seed. Um, <laughs> to get off of that, uh, just the final point that I want to um, emphasize is that our seeds multiply. So our actions, our words, they multiply. And I'll explain what that means. Essentially, what I'm saying is like, when we say things to people, uh, when we do things, it affects them and then it will affect the people around them and so on and so forth and it will continue to go. You know, there's a proverb in the Bible that says there is power, um, there is life and death in the power of the tongue. And I don't think that, wor- I don't think that verse is necessarily saying that, you know, we can just say whatever and then, you know, things just pop out of thin air or we can just say whatever and just speak and things like that. So sorry, I'm so sorry, but I think that verse is basically saying that we can speak life into people, we can encourage them. That's what I mean. Encourage them. We can help them on their way. We can help them grow, and and continue to give them a good advice. And that's that's speaking life. That's speaking life into those into those people, if we want to use that term. Um, and we can also discourage people with our talk. You know. If someone's like, hey, you know, I've just got this, you know, new job offer and I think it's really great. What do you think? And we're like, ah, how much are they paying? Oh, you know, it's 19K, but it's starting starting. Ah, I don't think so. I don't, you know, and we're we're continuing to discourage them. And, you know, I know 19K is like, rah, bro, like, (laughs) you need to come (laughs) better with that. It's 2021. But, you know, even then, just with discouraging talk and and talking to them in a way that lowers their self-esteem, it will it will continue to hinder them obviously it will continue to hinder them and it will continue to just be detrimental to them um and that might pass on to kids to family members to friends and so on and so forth and so those seeds multiply just in terms of our actions as well we have to understand that we're being we're being watched by people who are younger than us and i know a lot of us are like thinking "Ah, i'm not a role model judge don't put that on me cool that's fine but just understand that people are looking at your actions and they're thinking hmm this is what Joshua does. This is what he does. This this is him. This is how he does things. And they're incorporating that into their own lives as well. So if they're incorporating something that is sinful from me on my side, or if they're incorporating something that looks a little bit like shady, then, you know, it's, it's detrimental to them, their friends, their family, and so on and so forth. And so we just have to understand that our seeds will multiply. So let's continue to plant good seeds good seeds seeds of love seeds of compassion seeds of you know kindness um i think there's a verse there actually is a verse in um galatians that speaks about the fruits of the spirit the fruits of the spirit which include love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control let's make sure that we're planting seeds that bear fruits just like these you know if we're planting fruits of love it means you know if we're planting seeds of love you know it means spending time with somebody, spending time, actually asking them, are they okay? 
you know, asking them, you know, we say, hey, you all right, man? No, are you okay? <laughs> like, you know, like, that's why sometimes like, I have a friend and I ask her, like, are you okay? And not like, okay, like, but are you okay? Like, how do you feel? <laughs> because we can easily be like, oh, how do you feel? Good. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> and then just walk off and then that's it. When somebody's actually struggling, they're struggling, they don't really want to tell you, they don't really want to share it, but they just need that encouragement to say, hey, you know, this is a safe space. You can talk to me about this. Um, and yeah, just continuing to do those things and that helps us. And so finally, I just want to share uh, the verse in Galatians chapter 6, verses 9, which actually tells us not to get tired, not to get tired of planting seeds, but just at the right time, we will harvest, we will harvest a, we will harvest, we will reap a harvest of blessings. Josh, you can read, you can do this. <laughs> you will reap a harvest of blessings if we do not give up. And I wanted to share that because I feel like there might be some people who are thinking, Josh, I've done that. I've, 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 har- I've sown seeds of love into so many people and they haven't reciprocated it. I haven't seen a harvest. I have not seen a harvest of it. You know, I've, I've sown seeds of patience, of kindness, of goodness, and it's just been thrown back in my face. And I think that's the difficult thing about this thing is that we sow these seeds sometimes. And sometimes it looks like it's not being cultivated. It looks like it's not being um, properly um, received. And there's something that my friend Jasmine said in her sermon, I think um, two weeks ago. She said, you can't put your faith in God and fail. It's impossible. And I was like, let me go home. <laughs> let me go home. That's it. That's all I needed today. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> But honestly, it's so true. It's so true. Like, you can't put your faith in God and fail. If we are planting seeds, we are planting those seeds in faith that God is the one who will continue to help us. I think there's a verse in 1 Corinthians where Paul is saying that Paul planted Apollos, who was another who was another um, preacher at the time. He watered, but God is the one who brings the increase. At the end of the day, we have to leave this seed up to God. <laughs> When we're planting good seeds, we need to leave it up to him because he's the one who brings that increase. He's the one who brings the um, the the cultivating of that seed. And even though it might look like, yo, this is not working. This is not going. This is not like going the way that I wanted it to go. This is not cultivating love. It's not cultivating joy and peace. We need to understand that if we have faith in God, he will not allow that seed to fail. He will not allow that seed to fail. Even God himself in Isaiah 55, 11, I, think, I believe. It's, uh, Isaiah 55, 11, he says, It is the same with my word. I send it out and it will, it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to do and it will prosper everywhere I send it. That's even God telling us that, hey, listen, if your word is lining up with my word, if your word is lining, if your prayers are lining up with my will, if your actions are lining up with my will, if your 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 speech, the thing that you say are lining up with my will, it's not going to fail. It's not going to fail because I've said that if you do this, if you do that, yes, I will help you. Yes, I will heal you. Yes, I will redeem you. Yes, I will restore you. But we have to make sure that our seeds are lining up with our seeds, our actions, our, our words are lining up with God's will. You know, we're planting seeds within his will. And so, yeah, honestly, I just think that um, I just think that that's very, very important. That's something very important that uh, I wanted to share with you guys. And I hope you guys have been blessed. 
you know um i want to get onto uh, a few more like maybe situational things you know obviously this is this is just like i've just been kind of you know sharing with you guys how i feel about you know sowing and reaping and all these uh different stuff but i want to get onto situational stuff like maybe you know you might be dealing with church hurt you want to might be dealing with church hurt you might be dealing with guilt you might be dealing with doubt you know because there's times when we're especially in our in our 20s and so on and so forth that we 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 kind of deal with um, a lot of things in, in terms of Christianity, in terms of our faith, in terms of our walk, and we might end up falling away. But as long as we understand how to investigate these things, how to un- investigate how we feel and what the truth is, then it sets us up for a better future. It sets us up to continue to live a life that is glorifying God. And so, yeah, uh, that's me, guys. <laughs> Honestly, thank you guys for listening once again uh i hope this was helpful if you guys have any suggestions on any topics that you want you know, feel free to let me know follow gen z at gen z dot mentality on instagram um you know let me know what you guys what you guys are suggesting what you guys think what you guys want to talk about and we can get into that definitely but yeah i'm gonna let y'all i'm gonna let y'all go and uh enjoy the rest of your saturday i <laughs> will see you later See you next week, Gen Z.